This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Let's talk some about these political trials, the jihad against Donald Trump. We bring in Joe Concha, Fox News contributor, author of Come On, Man, The Truth About Biden's No Good, Horrible, Very Bad Presidency, and Hall of Fame radio man Mark Simone, host of 710 WOR weekdays, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Thank you, gentlemen. Mark Simone, you're a man about town here in New York. Donald Trump hired tens of thousands of people, paid them well, paid a fortune in taxes, redid the New York skyline, helped the city out when it was going bankrupt in the 70s, built a skating rink when nobody else could do it, and this is his payoff. What do you make of this story? Yeah, You know, he did a lot more for New York. Grand Central Station that was about to be torn down at one point. That whole neighborhood was a disaster. He opened a hotel there, turned it around, did the same for Columbus Circle, many parts of uh, of New York. Uh you know, I had a liberal college professor once t- telling me, teaching me the, the darkest period in America where government was abused was Joe McCarthy and McCarthyism. Yeah. That was nothing compared to this. This is the whole entire justice apparatus becoming one big McCarthy going after somebody. I've never seen anything this ugly. It, it, and I, I, hopefully it's sinking in on Americans. If you watch the news coverage, you're getting a very slanted look at it. Uh, I was watching the ABC News report this morning. All they said was uh, Trump valued it at 600 million Mar-a-Lago, and it was actually only 27 million. They never mentioned that every Palm Beach real estate expert put it at a billion to 1.5 billion. They were just leaving everything out of the story. Actually, you got homes, private homes, close to a billion in Palm Beach, Mar-a-Lago. Uh, the hedge fund guy's name I can't remember. He's building one that was. Ken Griffin. Yeah, Ken Griffin. I think he was up to nine hundred million, or some such you know, thing. One expert told me uh, it's eighteen million. It's so ridiculous. You could not get the parking lot at Mar-a-Lago for less than ten times that. It would be at least one hundred eighty million just for the parking lot. I mean, Joe Conchet. I like the McCarthyism theme because it seems like that's what we're revisiting here. I mean, there are a lot of other things I want to talk to you fellows about, but I think um, maybe I'm wrong here. But but I think. Ordinary folks, working folks, middle-class folks, they're watching this stuff. Fannie Willis or Paramore Wade. They're watching uh, Letitia James. Letitia James was so angry when she gave her press conference last night. Uh, Fannie Willis was very angry. I don't know who saw it or who didn't see it. But I think people are going to walk away saying, you know what? This has got to change. We can't keep going down this road. The whole country is like a pinball machine on permanent tilt. This is all wrong. We're not worried about jobs, wages, inflation, the border, foreign policy. We're watching these two-bit Democratic politicians uh, use the court system uh, to go after one guy, Donald Trump. It's insanity. I mean, maybe I'm missing something. 
Uh, I'm big on split screens, guys, as far as, far as juxtaposition and contrast. And yesterday what you saw was a doddering Joe Biden who took 378 days to go to East Palestine, Ohio, and you heard those residents there saying that they feel like they were abandoned. They still can smell in the air that toxic derailment. Their property values are destroyed. Mm. And then you see on the other side of the screen, you see Fannie Willis or you see Tish James, and you see these rulings as far as Donald Trump, $380 million he's got to pay. He can't do business in New York for three years. And they're saying, who the hell cares about this? Mm. Uh, to your point, Larry, I, I doubt that many people uh, who are homeless right now, particularly veterans, uh, care about this too much uh, when they see that those are, who are in this country illegally uh, are getting three meals a day and staying at four-star hotels. They don't like that very much. They don't like the fact that they don't feel safe in their own cities, and that's why they're moving to Florida and Tennessee and Texas out of New York and Chicago and San Francisco. They still think the price of food is too high, home heating costs are too high, gas prices are too high, and they see the weaponization of this justice system to take out the guy who is easily the odds-on favorite to be president again. And I think Common sense, normal people, even Democrats, blue dogs, think this is a whole bowl of wrong, guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm. That's my take. I think that's true. Uh, you know, you just have half the country, more or less, and it's all being played out on the TV screens now, involved in these incredible trials, where the more you learn, the less you like, or as you suggest, the less you care, because there are other far more pressing problems. I, I like the Palestine uh, comparison. I think that's a good one. Uh, I just thought, you know, Joe Biden on the evening press conference, I guess it was last week, um, people looking at that said, yeah, well, the guy's got a memory problem. He's a bit doty. And by the way, what was he doing with these documents? You can't, I mean, it's, what's the phrase? You, you can fool some of the people some of the times, can't fool all the people all the time, Joe. I, I, you can't, you, I don't think it's going to work. I mean, Democrats are playing this out because they don't want to talk about anything else. I just don't think it's going to work. They, they can't win on the issues, and they know they can't win on the issues. They certainly don't have the president and leader of the party who can win right now based on the perception where, what, 86% of Americans, according to that ABC News poll that came out, that's basically everybody, believes that he should not serve, Joe Biden should not serve, a second term because he doesn't have the mental or physical acuity for the job. So they know that, A, he's the wrong candidate, and B, on all the things we just talked about, inflation, crime, energy independence, border, mm. education. Test scores are at a 30-year low right now. No one really talks about that too much as well. And the world seems like it's on fire because it is with these proxy wars that we continue to throw hundreds of billions of dollars of that at with no accountability of where that money is going and no end game as far as negotiating a peace. So you know, no one likes this. And the Democrats are on every, and I'm, I'm talking from a common sense perspective, not a conservative or Republican one, on every issue. They know they're on the wrong side. And the only way they could win is in courtrooms and not at the ballot box. You know, Mark, um, one of the uh, ironies of this is that this um, this uh, lawsuit against Trump, th this it was ended on the statute of limitations. And Mr. Trump has this in his um, his circular that came out last night. The case is over ever since the appellate division ended it on statute of limitations also letting my daughter Ivanka out of this witch hunt. The Democrat club-controlled Judge Engeron has already been reversed four times on this case, a shameful record. 
and he will be reversed again. I mean, just on the details of this, I mean, I, mean, I know the numbers are huge. And, and look, you take a guy like Jonathan Turley, who has no particular political axe to grind, I think, uh, who said it's, you know, it, nobody could imagine numbers like this. But the legalities are all wrong. And yet nobody wants to, in the New York system, nobody's, we're here. Let me rephrase this, Mark Simone. You know what has to happen here? The New York Bar Association has to come in and start issuing reprimanding statements about this turn of affairs. Because this is a long term, right? You've got to have a long game here. This is one of the oldest bar associations in the United States of America. And they're not all crazy, right? There may be political liberals, but they're still law-abiding. That's the kind of thing you need, Mark, to begin to put an end to this. Uh, unfortunately, this uh, New York Bar Association is very left-wing. They uh, took Rudy Giuliani's law license. They've been going after everybody, Alan Dershowitz, anybody that's huh. on the Trump side. This has to get to a real court, if that's the appeals court in New York or the Supreme Court. All of this case will get tossed out in a real court. And some legal scholars, including Dershowitz, think this law they used, which only exists in New York, will be declared unconstitutional, mm. that you can't go after somebody for fraud where there was no victim. And this is the part they really think is unconstitutional. You can't attach a remedy for a fraud that never happened. You can't just make up a number. And when you talk about fake news, nobody's reporting that every banker took the stand and said they were not defrauded. They were very happy with the deal. and They do it again in a second. Well, that's important. I mean, I'm, you're probably right about the Bar Association. I don't know. I'm being naive, I suppose. Um, Joe uh, Concha, you got 15, 20, 30 grand of cash hanging around your house out there in Jersey? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, you got to have cash on hand at all times, especially when you're on vacation, because when you're negotiating to rent a moped, you need cash to do that, according to Fonnie Willis. I mean,. Um, she claims she paid him in cash, Wade. But on the other hand, somebody's got to have a bank account. I, I mean, if she paid him all this money in cash for these vacations out of the 700 grand she was paying him as, as prosecutor. In other words, it's not like you can't trace this. You can trace this. Not everybody lives. By the way, you know, the cash economy is usually about criminals and uh, drug runners and stuff like that. But now I guess it's for blacks. But I don't think all blacks have a cash economy. My guess is uh, African-Americans who are working use the American banking system. What do you think? You think so? Or maybe I'm wrong about it. There's a lot I don't understand in life now. And the older I get, the harder it gets. But I'm just saying there's a bank and a bank statement, something to show cash transactions. You can't just avoid all records. I would imagine those records are eventually going to emerge, right? Because this is, yeah. they're going to continue to investigate this until she ends up in jail, which is exactly where she should be. And this isn't the weaponization of the justice system, by the way. She did that as far as what she did with Trump and hiring this guy. Remember who Nathan Wade is? He is like the better call Saul of Fulton County, Georgia, right? <laughs> he's an ambulance chaser. And now she's like, I'm going to hire this guy. I'm going to give him $600,000 to try a RICO case. He's never done a 
that on a federal <laughs> level or any level. So this is just so laughable. And by the way, you know, I, my, my, my wife is an outstanding dresser, great fashion. She knows how to put a dress on, unlike <laughs> Fanny Willis, who somehow put it on backwards. That's... How do you do that? It's impossible. <laughs> but she did it. Well, she was very angry, right? So she oh, just God. stormed out, threw the dress on, had the zipper on the wrong side. I, I don't know if that's true, but I was reading the same thing you were. Uh, yeah, zippers aren't in the front unless you're a guy. That's my, basically how it works. <laughs> Mark Simone <laughs> Uh, I didn't see enough reference to the Belize tattoo parlor. I still think that could have been a key uh, point of evidence. Did you have? Can you enlighten us about that? Was there a tattoo parlor? And is there a tattoo? Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but she's just lucky she's a Democrat. If she were a Republican, the IRS would be all over her, wanting to know how she had fifteen thousand cash, where it came from. I'm surprised she didn't use gold bars like Menendez yeah. or something. But. Uh, uh, and I, I, I'm sure if you called uh, Visa or American Express and they looked in their data, what percentage of the black population has credit cards? It's probably 99.8 percent. Yeah. And ask anybody that works in a restaurant it, it, who pays cash. It, it does. Tony Soprano and Bob Menendez. No one else pays cash. I mean, that's the one of the more disgusting parts of her testimony was how she fell back on the. Well, this is what blacks this is what blacks do. Or my daddy told me. My daddy, who was a Black Panther. Uh, he told me. I mean, I'm sure they rehearsed the timeline, although they screwed up the timeline, too, because he the father said he didn't even know. He didn't even see Wade around when they were going out. So who believes any of that stuff? In fact, Mark, who believes any of it? In other words, I'm saying and I'm not a lawyer. In fact, I believe we don't have a lawyer unless Joe's a lawyer. But I'm saying they need to, they lied. So they perjured themselves so they may go to jail, but they should be disqualified. And the um, district attorney's office who conspired with them should also be disqualified. Now, we got uh, later in the show, Greg Jarrett, who is a good lawyer, will come on and give us some of the niceties. But, I mean, I looked at that whole story um, and said, yeah, you're finished. You're you're through, Mark Simone. I mean, I don't know what you think, but I think they're all going out. And I think – you know, Trump's going to wind up being a big winner on that one, too. Oh, on all of this stuff. Yeah, I think the father was lying. He, yeah. he, then he tells a story about he's in a restaurant, took out his American Express card. They, they wouldn't take it. Took out his visa. They wouldn't take it. He barely had any cash in his pocket. He, he, five minutes ago, he was telling us all he did was carry cash. His story contradicts his own testimony. So uh, Trump wins this easily. He's winning uh, – a lot with younger people and in the black population, he's increasing. Yeah. And there's some uh, studies that show that a, a lot of people, in the bl- unfortunately, in the black population, just think the justice system is rigged and they're seeing Trump as a victim and they're identifying with that. So it's helping him in a lot of ways. I mean, I would think many uh, African-Americans who work, uh, whether they're rich, middle or lower income, I don't know. Uh, I think they would be kind of horrified at what happened down there in Fulton County and the stuff that Fannie Willis was trying to sell. I mean, I think they'd be very unhappy. I mean, this business about just the cash, the cash thing itself is an insult. It's like they're non-citizens. They're, they're non-economic player. Of course they use the banking system. By the way, there are a lot of black banks if you're worried about that sort of thing. But everybody has a credit card. Credit cards aren't racial. Debit cards, which is a cash card, they're not racial. AMT cards aren't racial. Where does she get off making this a race issue? 
Yeah, and Fulton County has a bad history. In 1960, they drummed up charges against Martin Luther King, threw him in jail mm-hmm. forever. We never would have seen him again if John F. Kennedy and Robert F. Kennedy didn't rescue him out of there and save him. It's just a horrible, horrible place. That's a good Fulton point. Now, you know, Nelson Rockefeller, too, Mark. That's a very good yeah. point. Fulton County, look, Atlanta used to be, I said this at the time, Hotlanta used to be a terrific city. And these people have run it into the ground. And the best part of it now, the suburbs, uh, they want to secede from Fulton County. They want to get the hell out of there. Anyway, we'll take a break. Stick around a little bit more. Joe Concha, Fox News contributor. Uh, Joe's book's still plugging away. Come on, man. The truth about Biden's no good. Horrible, very bad presidency. And Hall of Famer Mark Simone, his uh, radio show, 710 WOR, every day, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. to 12 noon. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. Larry Kudlow. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. We're talking to Joe Concha, Fox News contributor and author of Come On, Man, The Truth About Biden's No Good, Horrible, Very Bad Presidency, and uh, Hall of Fame radio host Mark Simone on 710 WOR weekdays, 10 a.m. to 12 noon every day. Uh, Joe Concha, you know, almost lost in the shuffle. There is still going to be fallout from this Robert Herr special counsel's report uh, because uh, Joe Biden willfully broke the law by taking uh, documents, classified documents, as a senator and a vice president. Now, the focus has been on the debate about whether he has all his marbles, which he doesn't. But actually, there's an illegal act here, a number of them. And we may learn, if we ever get the underlying testimony uh, that there would classify documents with respect to China, the China energy companies, uh, whatever they're called, and the Ukraine story. What do you think about that? I mean, that's almost lost because of these crazy uh, legal cases. Oh, completely. The only thing that saved Joe Biden here, per Robert Hur, is that, well, he would be a sympathetic old man whose memory is shot, so we didn't want to go ahead with this. Okay, but take that aside – Did he do something illegal? Yes. And by the way, a lot of these documents that Joe Biden took, it was back when he was a senator, when he wasn't elderly or had memory problems, Mm -hmm. right? And then as vice president as well, 2009 is 15 years ago, right? So uh, Joe Biden would be in his 60s at that point. So I don't even understand the excuse because when he committed these acts, uh, it was when he seemed to have more of his marbles, at least all of them. So even Hur's excuses is, is kind of lame, but uh, you're, you're right. Uh, once we find out what was in those documents and if you put national security at risk, particularly as it pertains to China, uh, watch out. And by the way, if they try to you know, get Trump on this for the same exact uh, you know, violation, then all right, that doesn't look like a two-tiered double standard justice system or anything, right? Yeah, right. Uh, Mark Simone, uh, I think the fallout, you know, uh, even the Justice Department, right? The White House trying to make a big deal about uh, the uh, whether Biden has his marbles or not and whether her should have included that. Uh, me thinks they doth protest too much because that distracts from the illegality that Joe Concha just mentioned. And uh, I don't think this story is over. And I think Jim Jordan, of uh, the chair of the House Judiciary Committee, is going to go after this. Yeah, I know he should. The media is covering up a lot of stuff. You know, in that report, because Biden lied and said it was the staff, if only he had kept an eye on the staff, in the report, page 151, 
some of the movers testified Biden himself was packing those boxes. Mm. Biden supervised every inch of the move. Her also later in the report proves at home, Biden was in and out of those boxes all the time where you could see big folders that said classified on them. He lied saying he didn't pack them. He lied saying he didn't know they were in his house. So all of that at some point is going to come out and do him in. You don't think Hunter Biden had access to those boxes, do you? Uh, is there any way he didn't have access? It was a, <laughs> that house at one time was officially legally registered to Hunter. It was right. actually his house at one time. I mean, this is uh, the the question is whether those documents had anything to do with all these influence peddling business deals in Ukraine and uh, China and Russia. I mean, I don't know. This I think there's a there's a lot to be picked over, Mark. I mean, I think that's where the GOP's got to go. Well, uh, also the fact that some of the documents ended up in an office in Chinatown. Some of them ended up in uh, the Penn Center, funded by China, controlled by... I'm sure that's just a, a massive coincidence. Yes, I, I'm be, sure that's all it is. All right, kids. Mark Simone, 710-WOR, 10 a.m. to 12 noon every day. Joe Concha, Fox News contributor. Thank you, kids. I appreciate it very, very much, folks. We're going to take a quick break. And the other side of the break, we had some lousy economic news. We got John Carney of Breitbart Economics who's going to come on. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 